Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio Hotman. For those who don't know, Radio Hotman, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotman. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Episode 76 of Radio Hotlap, that light-hearted and zany podcast that takes a look at local, international motorsport, cool and emerging technology, and... Barbecues. Barbecues, or roasts. And gadgets. And gadgets. Roasting gadgets. Now, first of all, before we even start, I've got a public un- public service announcement to make. Yes, that'll be our... to your missus about no, 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 messing up with, with Valentine's to do Day with the today. missus about the fact that we're doing this podcast on Valentine's Day night and I'm probably in deep doggy do. Nothing to do with that whatsoever. Well, what is it? But, well, what it is, is I've just, as you know, I've just been down to the bottle shop to get this bottle of uh, delightful Black Chook, South Australian 2006 Shiraz Vionia, um, which is made by uh, our good friend uh, Tony Parco, uh, who races a few historics, incidentally, viewers, um, at uh, Penny's Hill Winery. Um, we'll get on to, uh, today. Oh yeah, we'll get on to Tony in a little while. I was talking to another guy who knows him who uh, works uh, down at um, uh, Wollonga uh, a couple of weeks back. Anyway, public service announcement. If you're a local viewer and you've been driving down Osmond Terrace and done a right turn on the Norwood Parade and subsequently your car's broken down, that would be because you've left a very important bolt in the middle of the intersection. <laughs> 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 Can you identify the car from the bolt? Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> Is it, a but it was pretty big. A big bolt. <laughs> it looked like it was going to be doing something fairly substantial. So there Do you, you think go. it could be... Um... <laughs> so there's a public service announcement over. What are you drinking, John? Uh, mate, I'm drinking like a particularly chook, good Viognier. the Black Chook Shiraz Viognier. Um, um, and I, I say unto ye, uh, Viognier I'm not a huge fan of. Um, because the red, I've noticed that the red at the Qantas Club has got a lot of Viognier in it, and I, I'm just, I don't know, but I think this is not too bad a blend, and you um, have uh, indicated to me that it uh, not only is it uh, bottled by Whoop Whoop Wines, it's, um, and 14.5% whoopwhoop.com.au, uh, it's uh, a relation to Penny's Hill. It is, yep. Down there. Out of the same stable. Down past the Salopian Inn. Exactly. Towards the market's turn right. But we can't go there because Russ has already had havoc with the chickens, as, as previously told on episode exactly, 23. That's, right. yeah, well, that's why the black chook's no more. <laughs> Russ has already got to them. Good to see you here, JP. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> and I'm having a Cooper's uh, pale, just so that, you know. Getting so, ready for next week. Getting ready for um, next week. Uh, Clipsal 500. Clipsal 500. Which but if we go back on a week. In no time. If we go back a week, viewers, we, uh, we actually started to do a show, but we're drowned out. Oh, by man, Chinese dragons. There we were in Guja Street, mind Chinese you, New Year, last on Thursday. the port side of the road. Yeah, we were, true. Not starboard and port, like the crows versus the port side of the road. I, I don't venture to that area very often um, to have the a port meal. port side of the road. No, we usually stay on the uh, crows side, side of the road. That's right, that's yeah, safer. Yeah, yeah. Much more business over that side. <laughs> but uh, we tried to do the show, but it was just, we were drowned out by the oh, banging and clanging. The banging, clanging drum and the and the... Well, the other thing that guy was hitting, I'll tell you, they make some noise when they're when that dragon gets dancing. And they viewers. do go on. Oh, do but, they? But it, it's pretty entertaining. And um, I noticed that they, what they do is they go in to bless the chef. Yep. In into the kitchen. In the kitchen. So yep. you know they're, they're they're walking in through there, and you know, to hell with anyone having dinner. But it's all pretty entertaining. And then they hang them lettuce leaves over up over the door that the dragon That's has right. to eat. Well, it's a lettuce leaf, and it looks like. Um, a piece of a red um, capsicum or red pepper mm. or something like that, almost or like, like simulating a, a fireworks. Yeah, maybe. Mind you, there, that was one thing we were missing. There was no firework. Well, there were initially. We did have some firecrackers down the street. Right down remember? the other end. They but were very then, startling. Yeah, and, but they were over very quickly. But so we didn't do the show view, so it was just too noisy. We did probably, what, about seven minutes? Consequently, on Saturday, um, I had to go to... Um, antenatal classes with Miss Bris Vegas because she's going to be a mum and I'm going to be a dad. I think that's how it works. Um, and Is I'm, that right? I mean, I'm a bit. I don't know why they call them antenatal classes if it's got nothing about nothing to do with natal. So <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of people asking questions. I just kept quiet. Antenatal palm. 
Yes, uh, until the end of the day, um, and they'd said, look, what's, uh, what's the, the ruling on after the birth, how long is it between the birth and I can go to the pub with my mates and we have cigars right. and not get in the shit? Yeah. And she said, well, firstly, you've got to go and get lollies, lolly cigars with yes. a little bit of red paint on the end. Yeah. And, and that's okay because it's a celebration for men as well, and all the other guys are going, all right, good question. <laughs> 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 they were an interesting range of questions from one guy who had actually said, will Panadol help her? <laughs> I said, we're talking epidurals here, mate. Pay attention. <laughs> but um, I, I basically, I texted Verity, who was there uh, with us at that uh, yes. uh, evening um, in town at uh, the Chinese. Chinese New Year. Um, and said, look, why don't we go and have some decent Chinese? So we ended up going up to Fortuna Court up there. And, of course, what do we do? We get there. Ring, 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 ring. They're celebrating Chinese New Year. <laughs> Full on, on Saturday. They were twice as long. Yeah. And they were right in there, but it was it was really, really entertaining, and they were better better operators. But this is the thing. I mean, like the official Chinese New Year was a Thursday, but you don't get big enough crowds on a Thursday, so therefore you have to have it on Friday and Saturday as well. So, it stopped all in Norwood. It did. Well, and the other interesting thing, talking about stopping Norwood, is that the... Um, the wine uh, and food and wine festival in Norwood is uh, cheers. Cheers. Is um, on March the second this year, so it's not the weekend before Clipsal. No, Normally it's not. it would be this weekend coming. That's right. But because Clipsal's moved forward so far, it's actually the weekend after Clipsal, or is it two weekends after Clipsal? No, only one. Always, as we've said before, always ready to um, shove one up Ronnie Walker. <laughs> A disgrace to Ashley and Martin. Absolutely. Is he what? There you go. But then Bernie's not a lot better. <laughs> I think he knows Donald Trump quite well. I tell you, did you see that shot of, of, of Bernie and, and Ron Walker on the telly? Oh, man. Because it was like it was all about Bernie was going to give him Melvin the flick and da 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 da. And Ron was basically saying, ah, oh, he's just bullshitting. And Bernie wanted to punch Ron's lights out so then they could have a night race. Yeah, well, that'd be right too. But Bernie could uh, could only reach Ron's stomach. If you saw the two of them together on the TV, Ron's just such a big bloke. Yeah, well, <laughs> Bernie's, well, Bernie's just... wife makes up for it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was funny. And then Bernie needed got... a milk crate And then bloody Simonson's in love with Tamara, his daughter. And I thought, well, he's not, he's, not, he's not bad. He's very clever there. He's on the cashola. Mm, definitely. I so didn't there, know that. Yeah, it was, and, there, and there he was. It, <clears throat> he had a full page in AA for his profile a couple yes. of weeks back, and there was a little caption there that says, Tamara, Tamara, you're always 24 hours away. And I was going, what does that actually mean? I don't understand. I said, it's because you're always on a plane, idiot, like, you know, in the wrong part of the world. He goes, oh, right. <laughs> oh, do. Yeah. So. So. Anyway, here we are on this beautiful Valentine's afternoon, Thursday the 14th, one week before the noise that will be appearing mm, in the parklands. And, mate, it's it's um, a credit to the, the guys there to be able to put it all together in such a short time frame because they've had to start yeah. early and they have had a few... There's a few structural innovations there on the chicane. Yes, um, there's a big sail that's being put yep. up there, um, that which will be very pleasant for those who are in the chicane stands who have previously suffered severe heat and distraught afternoon well, behaviour. I mean, I think the big thing too is the fact that they know they've moved it forward pretty well by a month from when it first started. I mean, you know, everybody's saying, all right, well, we're celebrating the 10th race. Well, this is true. It is the 10th, uh, the 10th 500. But, you know, it's a month earlier than the original one was back in uh, 99. And... Um, the time of the year is, you know, it's bloody hot and it's going to be hot. And uh, it's bad enough sitting under the sun that month later when the average temperature has gone down by about three or four degrees. But uh, certainly this year, I think if, if ever there was a year where they really wanted to go all out to give people some shade, then this is definitely the year. Well, the uh, the um, Victoria Parklands development has been disapproved, but I think believe there's been some concessions made from the council that allow them some, some more... Um, some more structures that obviously what we're seeing as here in, in the sale. And looking at the um, <clears throat> 10 day forecast today, it looking like a 25, 24, 23, 25. It's kind of perfect weather it would be absolutely, absolutely perfect ideal. weather yeah. that'll be record crowds um as yeah. usual as there yeah. is every other year well they reckon the the uh, article i was reading last week said that record crowds appear to be on the cards 
just because it is the 10th as well. There's been a lot of uh, uh, interest from interstate and um, you know overseas as well this year because it is number 10. So uh, there we go. So it should be a big week next week. It should be. And I suppose we'll be leading into the sort of that sort of stuff because, well, mate, what have you got to what have you got to shoot off about? Well, well, interestingly, I should we go back a week or should we do the current stuff first? I don't, I don't care. We'll do whatever. Go on, you make a decision. Well, I think let's go back a week. Probably a good idea. I think if we go back a week, yep. Um, what did we have? We had. We have um, uh, A1GP. Exactly. And uh, our uh, good friend Alan Simonson, who actually has a brand new website. Have you seen it? Um, no. <laughs> Alan I've Simonson. studiously avoided it. AlanSimonson.com, built by some tosser. Exactly. That's why I've Doesn't avoided it. Doesn't know what he's on about, but it looks pretty good. It does. Well, I've, I, I did see an early build of the front page. Well, mate, it's, uh, it's, all, up, it's all, up and, all up and running, and the uh, the accolades are, are pouring in from around the globe. Really? Also making a couple of changes, because the link's not working. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he couldn't have done much better, no. uh, starting off defending his off Australian GT Championship um, uh, title with a fastest practice qualified on pole fastest race lap won every race yep. from uh, from pole um in the uh, coopers maurice lacroix k and burton uh, ferrari 430 gt3 the black one which will be here next week it will exactly. so uh, yeah that was a good start for him and also for uh, john martin who has uh, got the uh, the the gig are away f- for a1gp, A1GP away from um yep. uh, ian dyke Yep. Um, and has returned a fifth place, which I think is the best okay. position that Australia has, despite the fact that he, he did seem to have a bit of a grassy moment there at Corporate <laughs> Hill, a second second lap from the end of the of the final. So um, that's obviously uh, would be pleasing, Mr. Mr. Be, Alan Jones. I was going to say, Jonesy would be very happy with that. He don't like punters, but like mm-hmm. uh, no, he, no he'd, be, he'd be happy with those. He doesn't look well, does he? He's had a th- he's had a- he's been thirsty. Yeah, he's definitely been thirsty. Yeah, he's got that puffiness about it. It's I mean I remember you know reading the books. He's very very puffy, and he just he always looks like he's scowling. Yeah, well that's just the look though. But he always looked like he was scowling when he was racing though. He was never a a real an easy one to get along with. I don't think like he came back probably to Australia what in 1981 after he'd quit. Uh, being yeah. 80 champion and then having a couple of runs out there at Las Vegas and the, the Caesars Palace That's car right. park yeah, yeah, yeah. and they all just look oh too hard I'm out of here yeah. and then went into a the GT Championship and, and stuff like that but, but then he came was back a bit, with the Beatrice Lola yeah, yeah but, but, that, but he was a bit it was all a bit beyond him in terms of we were too low life well, well Australia here, yes yeah yeah it was probably, a bit of that yeah yeah, yeah. oh well no, that's alright though I mean he did his time in the in the UK to he did his time in the UK, but it's, it's unfortunate he was probably yeah. just pre the money era. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But I think that anyone who's been in Formula One, I'm not sure exactly how it all works, but I know that Tony Gaze, who's um, married to to um, Glenn Code's wife, Kathy, the Davison family, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Di Davison, I suppose, Lex Davidson's wife yes who remarried tony gaze who was an old formula one guy he can go to any formula one event and just get walk in the door and go to the special club i i assume that if you'd had a super license then and you'd competed you'd probably have that access right but well, that's pretty good it'd be interesting you do a little bit of research on that to find out what yeah. for the viewers what uh what uh member um what uh rewards and more privileges uh Formula One Super Licence Club provides you after you've stopped racing. Certainly, world champs mm. would be allowed in the door anyway. Well, you would have thought so. And, um, because and if all they, they're going to do is bring kudos to the event anyway, and if, whatever they're attending. And if they can't bring kudos, well, they can bring their bust, like Damon Hill. <laughs> He's had his own head. <laughs> He's a head made in a, in a dark, brassy object. Did dark you see that? brassy object. <laughs> well, he has. What's the matter with that? Quite true. Oh, so we digressed a little there, I think. From well, we uh, did, but then you know uh, we, we we said that we'd uh, digress, go back a bit, and uh, you know. So congrats to Al for uh, the GT and uh, and A1GP. Um, yep. 
it's uh, that's actually A1GP now is probably maturing enough, and it's got more and more interest over the last three years. And uh, I think it's actually turning into what it should have been right from the word go. But it, it's needed that time and that exposure to sort of get there. Quite agree. Um, and it's good to see that it's going on well. I think it's standing on its own feet. That's what um, I meant, yeah. And it, it is like it is quite ambassadorial. Like in Australia, we don't have much motor racing culture as opposed to places like Brazil and Spain mm. and and more some of the more developing countries. In fact, they're very keen to utilise well, the media associated with the sport to be able to drive their the value of their uh, of their nation and therefore like export and import. It's it's really quite a strategic um, role and, and no doubt international. Paulie would um, would be relishing the launch of. Um, the uh, Super League formula yeah. at Silverstone later this year. Just for that reason, because I mean, the the, the countries that are getting behind it with on the, and the soccer teams that are getting behind it. And he's done it. Um, he's done it like he deserves a, a good result there. And I think I think the Super League formula will be good because they've had a lot of lead up time to it. Yes, um, they've, and, they've managed, they, they should have got it right in terms. And of it's not just about done. a race; it's a yeah. whole structure of merchandising and things like that. So um, we'll be uh, we'll be going there. Yep. And uh, it'll be a ticket over the fence. <laughs> That's for Paul. We'll, we'll be in, but we'll give oh, him we'll a ticket back. Ticket back over the fence. Yeah, yeah because yeah. of you in the Just media centre. Like the greasy meaty cutlet. <laughs> GMC 400. 400. Canberra. All those years ago. All those was years Was that 2000? Ago. It was. Must have been. 2000 it was. or 2001? 1999 was the first year, I think it went. Well, do you know that this Clipsal is... It wasn't. It was the first one we went to. It was 2000, I'm sure. Well, Clipsal anyway. is... This is the 10th year of Clipsal. Yes. Or rather, it's not. It's the 9th year of Clipsal. Clipsal, but the 10th year the of the race. the 10th year of right. the race. Because the first year was called the Sensational 500. When uh, Sensational I came down here... Adelaide. Sensational Adelaide 500. When I came down here with uh, Justine. It was. Uh, and the, we had a cheap breakfast on Hutt Street. And you couldn't believe how cheap it was because you were from Sydney. Dog's, <laughs> dog's mother. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the same year that Russell Sausage actually... In fact... No, the Russell sausage did not arrive into the world until just after Clipsal. Hello, dogs. Bringing the dogs in. He's lounging the down dogs. there. She is indeed. Very happy, dogs. A little mm. bit smelly, but, <coughs> but but happy on the fact that she's she is getting hitchcocked by a little rusty sausages being integrated into all designs, <coughs> like a where's Wally sort of concept, but where's rusty sausage? So it'll be billboard sauce again. Billboard. Because Russ was a sausage on a billboard with an ear up. That's right. In Ireland on a freeway after she did a um, she did a photo shoot back in uh, 2000 for a dog's ear infection. Dog's ear and infection. And I'm still getting the royalties today. <laughs> yeah, sure. I am. That's why I buy you dinner. Yeah, yeah. And who shot that? I um, it was Stuart Bowie and at, at Lebanon, uh, the guys yeah, in Sydney, back yes. over there. Yeah. Ah. Well, there you go. Which um, are not quite as good as the uh, the people that I've now moved the office into in a uh, very prestigious part of Adelaide Five Thousand, Percy Court, Percy yep. Court, with the Blink Studios. And wait, that's a. Uh, very very high end. What do they call it now? It's not Blink. Silverback Blink production. Silverback Studios. Silverback Studios. Yeah, yeah. Simon. <laughs> Simon and Gorillas. Yeah, Simon and the Gorillas. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, well, I could be so lucky. Uh, All thanks to you and your little. Yeah, well, there you go. So just circular there. email. Amazing what you can get out of it, isn't it? Now yeah. I got this fantastic um, bit of uh, what would I call it? Uh, web promotion today. Please. Uh, Enlighten us. Rich HTML uh, newsletter from V8 Utes Australia, from uh, the delightful Bianca Wise. However, you know what a picky, <laughs> a picky bastard I am. And here well, we are. you are a copywriter. The Clipsal 500 clock ticks down to an actioned NED packed V8 Ute round at Adelaide. Not in Adelaide, at Adelaide. And not action packed, but actioned packed. Okay, pedantic. Pedantic, definitely. The rest of it's fine. I see. I, I get along with Bianca. Mm, I didn't say I. I, I said okay, the lovely Bianca. I'm not. It's I'm the not heading. The one saying You've got to get somebody to read the heading at least. I think that's true, mate. You just you always need someone else to proof the stuff you do. It just it's yep. just it's just the way it works. But anyway, it's interesting to notice that the V8 Utes have um, obviously um, 
They've moved on to yet another web development company to produce their websites, and who knows why the Blue Hype has disappeared yeah, off their commercial gone. partnership yeah. uh, arrangements. But uh, I suppose they've lasted about as long as I did, 18 months. Yeah, well, there you go. So maybe that's just the way it is could, with suppliers. Could well be. They're uh, missing, uh, they're, apparently they're going to be uh, launching the uh, Holden VEU, which, is, uh, which we know is being built by uh, James Brock. James Brock. Um, and has had a bit of a go, and it's uh, all looking pretty good. Yeah, I'm just wondering whether um, whether uh, Gary Baxter is going to be running the uh, uh, VE or not. Should, oh, uh, who knows? We should bloody try and find out. So the big news this week in supercar land is that uh, that uh, WPS has uh, pulled out in the last moment um, to. Uh, sell their licenses and lock stock and bar- barrel and things have gone all over the place but uh, what you won't read in the newspapers is what's been developing behind the scenes there of course there's probably um a case of that he's they're running, out of, gr- they're running out of crangle they're running out of green stuff and there is a bit of a slowdown in the market yeah there is you're right. and um he doesn't like the hydro so he's uh, <laughs> you idiot not that green stuff oh. the folding stuff oh okay the folding yeah. green stuff that's right well yeah there no, is, no, is there's a, a lot of talk of doom and gloom and um i mean isn't it well yeah i mean the the, the whole of australia is full of doom and gloom isn't it isn't it ridiculous isn't it so ironic that here we are They've just announced the unemployment figures for February and they're even 0.2 of a percent lower than they were in December. So we've got the lowest unemployment rate in five trillion million years or some bloody thing. And yet interest rates are going through the roof. Everybody's going, oh, we're we're heading for a recession. It's all going to slow down. People are going to stop spending. But, you know. Well, there's a lot of flow on on that because we'll get back to the WPS shutdown in a minute. But there seems to be a lot of flow on from those comments and again, it always goes back to the media being idle, uh, you know, like, sorry, not being idle, but rather communicating things not completely or, or yeah. you know, rumour mongering and, it, and putting basically a putting a bit it, of a, like a blowtorch under things yeah. that are unnecessary. And as a result of WPS, um, you know, handing in their two licences, which Tiger apparently has absorbed, um, that that, that uh, Tony Cochran has gone on to say, look, actually that's quite good timing because we think we need to reduce the grid size yes. in the current economic climate, mm. meaning that there is not enough money to go around. Yep. Everybody. So if you take one team out and two cars, then that money that their sponsors would be spending can go to someone else. Yeah, I think that that's quite quite true. Yep. Um, then there's conflicting stories that I'm hearing in the last week. Um, about the uh, Team Australia uh, Champ Car yep. operation. Now, we all know that Champ Car is in the poo. It has <laughs> been having all sorts of troubles and about it's been getting, getting worse audience. For the last two and three and apparently years. Apparently, a lot yep. of their prize money hasn't been paid from Ooh, last year. Yeah. And uh, Derek Walker, who is running the operation over there, they decided not to test at Sebring with an answer, with a, with, a, with a statement saying, "Well, why would we bother doing that, wasting time and money?" And you know, when when we already were good last year and we haven't done much, and we were good there last year, blah blah blah. And we'll the rules haven't changed dramatically. Then, and blah blah blah. Now, I've, now, today, I read that like, but he actually had they the truck was driving there, uh-huh. and the truck turned around because they couldn't work out an agreement with Champ Cars about what the hell was happening for the year. Mm. And um, today on Autosport.com, uh, Derek Walker's gone on to say that I predict the end of Champ Car. Right. Um, and Tony George, who uh, is sort of championing the IRL, is not making it easy for them to amalgamate and saying, look, I'm going to give some cash incentives, which is sort of fair enough. But again, the media are telling the story. Yeah. But uh, it's um, there's going to be a lot of uh, there could be a lot of uh, uh, brand value torn up there in a short period of time. Well, there and could that- be, and I mean, this is the other thing too. I mean, if they don't see eye to eye and agree to actually merge the two series, then if 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 there's got to be a winner and a loser, anybody who's back the losing team is is, is seriously on the back foot because uh, I think the IRL uh, will will definitely win out, and yep. it, despite them only doing a couple of. Of, of non-oval courses, um, it's actually pretty entertaining stuff mm. when you get to watch it because there's a lot of really good in-car 
uh, technology going on there, which I think is also provided by um, Alan uh, Simonson's new FIA GT, FIA GT team brand Gigaway, Gigaway digi- yep. Digital, yep. which I noticed that uh, also provide the camera on the back of uh, Valentino Rossi's is that uh, right? GP oh, bike. No, I never so, that. Yeah, now okay. you get a frame yeah. of reference about yeah. that. Yeah. Some good stuff. I knew they got some good they got stuff. They've got a tiny going, little camera yeah. and it's got yeah. such a wide shot of him yeah. picking his ass <laughs> as he gets comfortable on the bike. <laughs> as he hangs it out around the bend, so to speak. Yeah, anyway. So, um, yeah, things are not good. Now, um, the other thing that I've heard in the last 24 hours is that. Uh, that uh, one of the WPS licenses has been uh, reabsorbed or, or taken up by. I'm not sure what's going on there. Like the Tiger saying that they're absorbed Absorbing, some licenses, yeah. but then it looks like Larry Perkins has bought one back and they're exactly the same license that he sold. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that Brightech are selling their level two license, and a certain Robbie Bolger, mm-hmm. who was the Drift Australia, ex Drift Australia yes. champion had gone and put his hand up for the Gore licence, but didn't get it. Maybe that's the one that's gone to Larry Perkins, um, and has uh, obtained the... Um, um, obtained the uh, Brytec one, mm-hmm. which means Brytec probably had a second one because it's not they're shutting down the Brytec operation, but <laughs> having shut down the Pertec rally team recently because i think anybody having anything to do with ford at the moment seems to be it's all very 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 tough indeed yeah well when you look at how they've been bleeding internationally particularly in the u.s so i really don't know what's uh, what's going on there and of course that leaves jason bagwana and and max wilson you know in the short term like i.e 48 hours out of a drive but i you know it's a funny game the Mm. They just tend to find spots. Yeah, I know. And, you know, they tend to find sponsors that just come out of the woodwork or someone's doing a deal with someone and, you know, suddenly it all falls into place. So there could be some... Uh, I'm pretty sure that you will see those guys... Hurried spray painting happening some, just before Chris Clipsall next week. Some, 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 because, it, yeah, whilst it depends on what the contract, um, you know, it looks like, um, we're not in a privy to, to know specifically the deal there, but usually... Um, someone brings a lot of a lot of something with them, you know. Whether you know, not paying, but you know, it's their connection. Whether yep. it's uh, whether um, Bargs's connection to Orcon has been, and it's been a long connection it has there, been very it's long. still yeah. going on. And whether yeah. Wilson's to Sony Sight and Sound, well, um, yeah. that's a connection there. We don't know. Um, mm. So we have to wait and see what unravels next week. But uh, so really, we're all basically we're all going to be. Um, Chomping up the bit, waiting for the uh, waiting for the teeve to start before Clipsal, so that we can get Cromley on who give us the rundown on the whole frigging lot. <laughs> Personally, I wouldn't be chomping. I'm not that there interested. No, I know, but you know what I mean. The punters will be. I think with viewers, we've moved on a little bit. We've become a little bit V8 supercar snobby. And we've moved on to bigger and better things like Aston Martins and, and, and American Le Mans series uh, and uh, European Le Mans series and all that sort of high-end... I don't think we've become snobby as such. Just, I mean, it's it's like, it's like a, anything. Uh, we're, we're, we're looking to things that we're not saturated by. It's really the issue, I guess. Yeah, why not? Why not? Shall I get you a glass of wine? I think you probably should. Now, I need to talk about a great little book, coffee table book, viewers, that you should go out and see if you're a car, go out and try and find if you're a car enthusiast. I first read about it going back probably about the middle of last year. It's locally produced here in uh, South Australia, and uh, there's a graphic designer who just happens to be one of our clients, of course, a gentleman named Morris Linehan, and uh, he and his partner are a bit car mad. They've got a nice white MGA that they uh, they go cruising in, and um, and they've done a lot of miles around Australia in the car, and uh, been down to Tassie and over New South Wales, Victoria, blah blah blah, and they've had this thing for a number of years where if they spot an old car sitting in a field somewhere with grass growing up through it and uh, you know a bit of rust happening and some dented panels and things, uh, not that rust, rust, <laughs> rust sampler. They'll take a photo of it, and they've been collecting all these photos. And last year they published a book, and the book is called Mad Cars Disease, and uh, it's got all these 
gorgeous photographs of old wrecks in fields with grass growing through the floor or whatever whatever but it's really good really really fascinating and there if you can find the book in a bookstore go for it or go and have a look at it see if they can get it for you it's not really super expensive and it's not what you'd call a large format coffee table book it's a it's a relatively small sort of size um but they're they're also proposing to do a mad cars 2 which includes photographs sent in by viewers for want of a better way of putting it so if you live somewhere in australia and just down the road there's an old farmer who's got something rotting in his field with corn growing through it or whatever and it looks pretty attractive with the sun's uh, pointing in the right direction take a photo of it and email it to mldesign that's all one word mldesign at internode.on.net and they'll just have a look at it and uh, they may even include it in mad cars too but uh, go out and find mad cars disease it's good very good that's an interesting uh, coffee table sort of concept. it is it's very it's really nice looks good wrecked wrx's some people love cars and some people love cars to the point of madness mad car disease <laughs> very good there you go so what do you got Mate, nothing in particular. I've just got myself another couple of chips and a little bit more red wine uh, before we sort of launch off to find out what's been going on in Apple land in the last couple of weeks. Well, a month ago, we uh, launched the iBook, the MacBook Air. We did. Um, in the last couple of weeks, uh, things have been hotting up with the release of 10.5.2 last. Uh, in, in the last couple of days, which preempts the imminent arrival of a replacement MacBook Pro, JP, which I yes. believe will obviously uh, be using the multi-gesturing technology that the MacBook Air would have. Uh, that would, would be my guesstimation. So. Yep. And uh, I reckon it'll be a fairly trick bit of kit. And the rumour mills are all uh, churning out, you know, end of February, end of February, which is only two weeks away. So um, that's right, which works very nicely for me. Well, it does work very well for you, actually, Thank because you very much. your uh, you current some agreement stuff? is uh, just about done. Disagreement. And, uh, there you go. Yeah. That's right. Aperture 2, the uh, yep. the high-end uh, photo- photography uh, retouching and uh, manipulation and management uh, tools. Have, Do the guys you work have been with... enhanced and have decreased in price? And no, they, right. don't, they don't have it. And right. um, I suggested to Simon that he could invest in one mm. um, for a paltry price of $1.99 US. I can't imagine. It's, what is it? $2.99 here? Yeah, I think it's $2.99, yeah. Pretty good. Mm. It's, a, it's a free download, but... Yep. Uh, you know, hmm. uh, we, uh, we're looking for an Apple uh, a supplier that uh, could probably come and uh, do something for us. Do you know of any? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was only in there on Tuesday. Yeah, I know, because you know yeah. of an imminent yeah. purchase. Yeah. Well, no, not because yeah, I know no, of an imminent yeah, purchase. I was smell the money coming. Smell the money rolling from my you hands into Information yours. that you could put up on our newsletter that we pay you good money for. Good money go. after oh, bad. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Throwing it at them, viewers. Just What's still this a frequent flyer thing you got there? Now you must have no, that there no, for a no, reason. No, I was just reading. I was just oh, going. You, no, it's no, just no, it's no, got to re- be there for a reason. It's not there for any reason. Look, just, just return to Eden. You know they ask you, "There's your gold. You're going to be on gold, and I'm going on staying on gold." That's Fair it. Nothing. Croaky gold. <clears throat> so yes, um, and uh, with the new uh, the iPod Touch bumping up to 32 gigabyte and the iphone which isn't arriving hasn't arrived yet in the country but is um now 16 gigabyte and no doubt the 3g version which will be here soon do you know any more about that jp no still nothing uh, nothing. very very hush hush because it's all about who's the there must uh, be deals being done behind closed doors but who knows our deals get done anything to do with apple they do so at the moment the iPhone is still made of unobtainium. But the MacBook Air, we're getting demos shipped to us. So uh, demos are actually shipping, viewers. So if you want to look at a MacBook Air... And the new uh, your Apple TV uh, has, a, has arrived. Or, rather, no. It's physically the same box, I believe. Yeah, it is, but yeah. it's um, yeah. it got a, a firmware update. But I, I would think to myself, I would buy one of those, but does it have a browsing capability? Can you use a web browser with it? on its own is there a web browser built into it because it's going to pick up your wi-fi yeah. which means you get internet access and i want to be able to you know, that would be perfect i would buy an apple tv to have connected to my tv just to be able to have web browsing on the tv on, on the, the tv 
but it doesn't come with a keyboard. No. Which means that it's going to be click and point and too mm. hard to feel. It is very too hard to feel. That would be very cool. It would. But although, yeah, wouldn't take much to do though because you could uh, just put a Bluetooth chip in there and um, have a Bluetooth keyboard sat on your lap. So there you go. Functionally, watch, out, watch this space. That I reckon that that would that would for me that would be yeah. a, a, what four hundred ninety nine dollars. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, and the other thing about it too is like if you're watching a program on TV, as soon as the ads come on, you can just quickly flick across and uh, see if you've got any email coming in. But it would be nice to have, <laughs> you know. A, oh no, not so much that. No, I wouldn't no. want it. I wouldn't want an email being sitting on my Apple TV. I would just simply want the fa- the ability to be able to browse. Yep. And I would think that would be cool because it's big and you're in the lounge and everyone's going, oh, have you seen that website? Suddenly, bang, you don't have That's to right, get up right. yeah. and move into the other mm. room to do yeah. that. Mm. The wind's picking up here yeah, tonight. It is a bit. As it's been... the, uh, the 25 to, to, to 8, the temperature's going away a little bit, but it will it be is. warm again as the weekend comes up. But if you notice, the last few nights, it's been very blustery, very, very windy. Um down here in Adelaide. Down here in Adelaide. Because it's getting to that stage where uh, summer's fading a little bit and we're getting towards autumn. I don't like the fact that summer's fading because... I don't either, I hate it. Because that means, you know, it's like Groundhog Day, in it? Sorry, folks. Groundhog Day. <laughs> 18 more weeks of darkness and sleep. <laughs> uh, Last weekend. Bathurst 12-hour. Yes. Well, there you go. Your old mate Damien White. Good old Damien. Has, in the uh, Mitsubishi Evo 9. He has done a very good job. And, I mean, that would have to be the greatest uh, sort of pat yourself on the back because yep. a bit of an exit stage left uh, by helicopter in the BAC car um, on the Saturday. Yep. And uh, thanks very much. Uh, he's uh, okay uh, to come back and win. Mm. And it was a, it was a did real it well seesaw too. battle it there. It was. Between... Um, Gary Holt and yep. uh, uh, Craig Baird and uh, Paul Morris in the last year's Eastern Creek BMW 335i twin yep. turbo, yep. and Barry Morecambe I teamed see up Barry, with um, Barry Morecambe was in Leighton Cranbrook. Cranbrook and yep. uh, Steve Owen. Steve Owen, yep. that's right. Only to be have uh, an electrical gremlin. He just seems to be very unlucky, Barry. I would be so pleased for him to have won that, but mm. his pace is right there anyway. Um, and uh, Clark and, and Tony Quinn, yep. who uh, had uh, Grant Denyer in with them. On their uh, Evo. And the whole, all of them were all toing and froing and everything yep. like that. And I thought, geez, after after the Quinns uh, winning the, um, the the Dubai 24-hour only a month prior, they, um, they'd probably be up for a 12-hour. But it's funny, isn't it? And there's Bairdo who'd won the 12-hour, the yep. 24-hour with them. Now he's in another car. He's the enemy. It's, it's funny mm. how it all works like It is that. funny. But, I mean, the top three cars were not quite all on the same lap. The top two were, and the 335i was one lap down. That's right. But after 12 hours, that's pretty impressive stuff. The um, uh, Cooper's uh, Brock Harcourt entry of Michael Brock, Gary Young, and Jack Ellsgood uh, were uh, on the pace. So Jack was very, very fast. Uh, I think the fourth fastest uh, up there, and his race pace was good, but it did a a bolt or a, a circlip of some kind in the clutch about four hours in and was yeah, retired. Yeah, like 77. First, first retirement. Yes, well. It's oh, no, it spew. wasn't the first retirement. Wasn't it? I think the first retirement was the uh, the new VE sports wagon, the Jack Daniels sports wagon with... Um, with uh, oh with yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The you're helm, right. You're who um, right. apparently there's something about damaged brakes and uh, mm. bend it big time at uh, Griffin Bend, and it was immediately put under covers and then smuggled mm. back to the Lang Lang, <laughs> Yu Yang, <laughs> Lang Lang Yu Yang. Now now hold on, Lang Lang's holding Yu Yang's is Ford. Why do they have names like that that are similar? I don't know, but different. Don't know. That was all too much, Jack Daniels. Lang Lang Ying Yang Ying Ying and Yang. Young. I suppose that uh, yeah. uh, Pretty, what's his first name? I can't remember. Nathan. Nathan Pretty. Yep. Nathan Pretty might have been the driver, yep. but uh, obviously the navigator was Jack Daniels. <laughs> oh, that's terrible, Johnny. That's really, really, really bad. But no, it's a, it was a pretty entertaining spectacle, I reckon. It's impromptu humour. It's uh, imp- very impromptu. Impromptu or inappropriate? Oh, sorry. Did I say that? Um... Yeah, so that was the Bathurst 12-hour. 
Um, pretty entertaining. Yep. And I noticed that uh, Spherix, the um, management uh, team of, of Bill West and Craig yes. Denny, who are behind the V8 use, who are also responsible for putting on the 12-hour, I don't think specifically they are responsible for putting on the, B, the BIMP, BMF, the in, the eye has gone out of BIMP. Yes, I noticed the, the eye. There's no internationals yeah, anymore. That's right. But has recently been appointed by Was Colin Oswald and Cams to manage the production car championship. Yep. Um, uh, also, uh, a Craig Nader, who was the performance car boss or current performance car boss, and and, and had worked together with with Denny and Westy because they're all back from the old pro car days, really. Yep. Um, had lost out on on the bid, um, and uh, well, I suppose it's a little bit unfortunate to find that there is no amalgamation of the production car and performance car category during the year, and I would have thought it's a bit like. IRL mm. and, and cut it needs yeah, mate, but to be Maybe together. they're just going to keep an eye on it this year and see how each one goes independently and then they've still got the opportunity to merge next year. But yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the rumours were fairly rife at the end of last season that that they could actually, you know, potentially be uh, merging the two. So I don't see really what, what, what difference goes on there because the when you come to the Bathurst 12-hour... The perform like the cars running up the front are effectively performance cars. Yes. And now the production cars are going to be arriving to join them to add the numbers. So, if it's okay to do a twelve hour, why isn't it okay to do the whole championship? I together? think the whole championship should be run like the twelve hour. You've got what uh, about five or six classes. You've got your high performance all wheel drive. Your high performance rear wheel drive, hot hatch performance, <coughs> and it is quite strongly manufacturer oriented and I because, think it's it's great giving, because it's, it's giving people some green, um, some green uh, um, concessions. Yep, and the diesel, yeah, eco and diesel, stuff like that. Yep. And, um, yeah, and and it's a good mix too, like the you know under two point five liters and uh, production and and production sports under fifty grand. It, it's got all the right categories in there to make it a really interesting mix. And plus, you get back to what I consider to be the heyday of Australian touring car racing, um, like in the old Hardy Ferodo days, where. Bathurst wasn't just about Fords and Holden V8s, it was about a whole range of different classes and the drivers not only had to be smart enough to uh, to stay up the front and, and be a good steer, but they had to miss all the little tiddlers that were running at different speeds and everything else. And uh, I think there's probably a far greater skill level involved. Uh, when you have not... classes with high differentials. That's right, yeah. yeah. So there you go. But uh, it didn't really seem to make a difference to uh, Lenny Cave in the thrifty MPS Mazda 3, <laughs> yeah. who uh, managed to oh, take a drop, drop a leg off. Now, isn't it funny how you can't, you can't get a bit of TV yeah. uh, for an event, but if you stuff up, you get on the news. Oh, yeah. And, and every uh, bloody photo in, in every magazine. And uh, I, uh, Chris from V8 Central was mm -hmm. up there. He'll be down here staying with us next week and always has yep. the inside line on lots of things, v8central.com. Um, said, uh, Johnny, have a look at this, this this pic. Here's the car coming down. And, I yep. went, and he goes, and there'll be another transporter in a minute with the engine on it. <laughs> so the engine came down another one. Uh, last night, having a bit of a chat to Amber Anderson, who yes. Len, Lenny Cave had taken Amber's gig for one reason or another Amber was not in the car she says geez I'm glad I wasn't doing that because you know oh, I reckon that would have got ugly I said yeah but Amber like if you were in the car that probably wouldn't have happened true and, and anyway she, she, she said to talk to Lenny Cave he's a bit shaken up his wife won't let him out again but they've <laughs> just about polished it out and the car's ready to run <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's you good. see that <laughs> did no. you see that shot where it's a bit <laughs> I mean big flaming axles yeah flaming <laughs> axles no no it's just like they got, to, they got some armour off from James Brock yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. They've, they've buffed it and there's yeah. a little bit of a uh, like a world job but mm. other than that it, it's all good to go fantastic yeah. it just goes and shows is... you the extent of uh, the safety that these cars are true. built and uh, the quality of the true. sand yeah, yeah. Well, the sand quality actually is a very important factor because it's scientifically proven that that sand stops runaway cars quicker than any other type of sand in the world. Yeah, you're right, I'm full of crap. Um, now, talking about full of crap and, you know, and how safe cars are and, you know, this, that and the other, I see that uh, Mark Webber is encouraged, encouraged by the testing he's done with uh, Red Bull. Um, and he reckons that uh, the uh, Renault engines 
are a lot more, or they're going to be a lot more bulletproof this year than they were last year. Well, thank the Lord for that. So we'll just have to see whether he can actually manage to uh, finish the whole race in Melbourne and see whether he's uh, actually telling the truth or telling porkies. Well, he's not so, telling it. Someone else is. So there we go. We'll, we'll find out. It's not very good what's been going on in uh, testing in Spain. Um, racial abuse towards... Uh, Hamilton, and I suppose mm. it's sort of, it, in some respect, it, it was going to come, wasn't it? it for no particular no, reason. No. There's always someone they like or they don't yeah. like. It. I mean, look what goes on in the other parts of the world. But today, the FIA have announced an, an initiative program which will be launched at the Spanish Grand Prix specifically to counteract um, racism in motorsport, not just with Formula One, but had, um, they had, he had also experienced... Uh, negativity at China last year. Oh yeah, oh, but, that, but that's been around forever and a day. I mean, and the interesting thing is that the, the, the guys who actually did the supposed Hamilton slur, um, you know, there's a there's a bit here. It says uh, that uh, it's a slow time of the year. Media was it is, and the media have really painted them as as just terrible. He and his friends are dressed up to celebrate the carnival. We wanted to give a touch of humour to Montmello and have a laugh at the father of Hamilton. I am not a racist, and it has made me ashamed to appear like that in the British press. Here we go again, the British press. Aren't they great? But you know the British press of all. Exactly. That's why you left and the country. Mate, half the people, and it says here, and I quote, half the people who saw us thought we were fans of Hamilton. Lots of people took pictures of us. We haven't done anything wrong. I would not have any problem to explain it personally to McLaren and Lewis, who is a star. So there you go. That's right. Another storm in a teacup. Yeah, exactly. Out of control. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where do they think they are? I don't know. I don't know what they think they are. Are we the media? Well, well, we're not really, aren't we? We have been. We are, but we aren't. But we, well, we yeah, tell it like we it don't. is, but we don't really get into... We don't bag people. We don't really... Well, not unless you know, we really don't like them. Well, that's right. Yeah. And they, I mean, can, and they really can't find them. us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Who, who don't we like at the moment? Well, I think everybody's pretty right at the moment. I can't think of anybody who's really upsetting me. Because it's oh, Adobe probably still are. Adobe? Because I got it. Yeah, I got now. You know, I was on my high horse last episode. I got an email from them today. Rich HTML as well. And it's one of those, you know, my browser says download pictures. Click on the download pictures. Everything comes up as a broken link. Crosses everywhere. To view the online version of this, click here. Click here. Not found. Something else further down. Not found. Their quality Mate, control has gone right out the it's door. It's gone out the window. I don't know what they're doing, but they need to get it oh, fixed. Oh, it's an Adobe, yeah, it was Adobe they magazine get, or yep. something like that. I yeah, thought e-news I or something and about Air, Adobe Air. Oh, I don't know. So, anyway. What's it but, all about? I don't know. It's all about broken links, technology. It's hot air. It's broken links. It's broken link. Yeah, broken link. website. Broken linkology. Let's add, add a bit of broken linkage. That's it. Because that makes people upset. Yeah. You see, if you have broken links, people tell you. Mm. But you got broken links. That's right. And then you got to get that fixed. Like Simonson. It was a broken link. And there he is. Glass shoe, glass shoe, slipper club, KTV, in Zuhai, testing this week. Before he flies in next week for the Eclipsal. He does. The Eclipsal. The Eclipsal. <laughs> Not the Stop 500. It. It's just the Eclipsal. Stop it. Even it's true, and JP, uh, for the first time, your company, uh, Max Center Norwood, will be appearing on a race car down there. Congratulations! Well, good to see you uh, on board for that, and um, nice to know that you've been able to work it out with a contra deal. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't think we'd sealed that yet. Yeah, well, I get. Well, well, I got some bad news for you, boy. What? <laughs> You're not doing it. Well, you are. I don't know. You have to. Are we going to do it or are we not going to do we it? We are. I'll tell you after the show. Yeah, you are. What we've come up with. Viewers. Well, whatever. I'll change the... I'll just change the scenario. I'm well. sure that the sign won't be big enough for us anyway, viewers. You've, well, so, it won't be now. <laughs> well, It'll be the wrong so colour. Some horse trading need, needs to be done here. Oh. Now, interestingly... Oh, here's segueing. Moving right along. Get away from him. <laughs> Talking about things you can do and things you can't do. What? Apparently the boys in the Carrera Cup wanted reverse grids. They're about the only category out here who haven't had it forced upon them and, and complained about it. They've actually said, we want it. And Cams has said, we well, bloody well can't. What's going on there? Well, you see, Cams are just contrary. Well, they're obviously being very they're contrary. They're always like that. So, mm. And now they're being threatened by this new 
ISSI or ASAI. It's basically a replacement of CAMS. CAMS could well cease to exist because they're just they're too difficult too to deal difficult. with. Mm. They make all sorts of well unnecessary, you know. They're too regimented and not flexible enough for the are, current an generation at, of at the Lake racing. Mountain Sprint. That marks uh, the '69 um, Camaro. Camaro. Yep, they've gone. Car's too loud. So it's a period car, and and we're here, and no one, there is no one around, and it's been designed like that. So it keep, nah, I'm writing you up. Are you kidding? You have to go back to your original exhaust, you know, and that's just because some guy doesn't go, hey, great to see you put the effort in to restore a car like that and bring it mm. out here and risk it and let the fans check it out. Nah. All negativity. I mean, and look at them like that. You know, you, I feel like saying, "Look, I'll abide by your the cams rules. Mm. If you guys dress properly in neat clothing and cams and actually look like officials and look professional, oh, <laughs> yeah. then look like a bunch of slobs." <laughs> well, funny you should say that because it, on the and that's cams' fault because cams it has to come from the top. And like you know, Colin Osborne, he should mm. sign off and then go. Okay, there's plenty of money coming down out of that hundred million that's come off uh, <laughs> off the, uh, and it will be filtering down from the FIA yep. out to here. Put them, give them a budget to buy some neat overalls and and or or, or, or a clothing company. Go, here's the deal. Like we'll pay eighty yeah. percent of it. You pay a tiny bit. Mm. And we'll promote you and da 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 da. I think that's the way to go, people, because no one really knows. You always go, well, who's the who's the CRO? Who's the cancer figure? And he goes, the guy in the red. Oh Oh, no, was that that guy in that spray jacket? Uh, And they make themselves so unavailable. Yeah. Well, funny you should say that because the week before last, when we did the show on the Thursday night, the last show we did, seventy-five, snakes alive. We had the show then. 74. And because, 74. 74 Whatever. was the video. Whatever. No, the video. The one after that. 74. Anyway. I'd been out for dinner with Andrew, my youngest son, because it was his birthday. And we went to the Griffin's Head in town and uh, had a very nice meal. But in the restaurant there, just sitting over to one corner, there were all these guys gathered around a table, about six of them. One of them had a laptop open. They were all... Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Well, it's the local cams crew. And someone has got a seat problem. What do you mean? I overheard. I don't know. But someone's got a seat problem. They were talking about seats. (laughs) (laughs) They were talking about seats. Whose arse they're going to bust? I don't know. But someone's got a problem somewhere. So there you go. So local cams in the Griffin's head. If you need to look them up and you live in Adelaide. Ready, looking forward to like come down on people. When the the clips all comes to town. See now, it sounds like we're the media coming down hard on them now. Viewers, honest, we're not. What are they going to bust we're my just shops the next time we put a car a, over? A broad sweeping statement, as usual. Absolutely. Okay. So what else you got? Wait, I'll tell you what I've got. I've got some milk-fed veal. Well, that's nice. Very nice, which we're going to have for a, a dinner tonight. And yep. it's, um, mate, I'm going to do you a real genuine valentine schnitzel valentine schnitzel valentine johnny schnitzel. you can't say that people will start talking about us and uh bris vegas has just walked in well there you go from a uh, a luxurious lunch she was taken to on the port i must say on the port side of the road did you get taken the lunch on the port side of the road claire you did i did and uh the port side of the road is actually quite good is it just that one place we went to but we found, and I'll tell you, is I'm this the ta- new place? I'm going to take you there. It's it's, it's the it dumpling really place. Was, yeah. It was the original. They make yeah. them, like the hand make every yeah. kind of dumpling. It was the original Teachow. Ah. Before Teachow moved to the uh, Deluxe. In the other side, in the uh, thing I bit. Yeah, yeah. and Chong I can town. tell you that I had the dad noodle soup. Um, dad. A uh, 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 duck and dumpling. <laughs> dad. <laughs> Oh, very good. And okay. and Claire had the uh, prawn noodle prawn soup, and soup. so yeah. they do like, like yeah. nice prawns, yeah. but also the the dumplings are prawn dumplings, right? And they prawn make them. So you get prawns, as well. prawns and prawn dumplings like and yeah. noodles and liquid. But the, the the can you believe it? How good was this? That the the soup it was very very full. But there was the roast duck, 
across the top mm. and poking out like a like a sort of mountains out of the clouds, mm. and that it was still crispy. Yeah. In the soup, and so your Mister Crispy could come to the soup, and mm. they they layer it beautifully. It's about take they take twenty minutes to make each each dish. Each bowl of soup. Really nice. We'll be going. We will because Sounds it's a make. bit of it's a bit of a goodie. Well, have we got anything else? Well, we do because it's you've tempted me with this veal now. I'm suddenly well, hungry. Well, I'm going to make it up for you. I'll just get an egg, whip up a bit of egg, yep. um, and a little bit of a little salt after, a bit of salt and pepper, yeah. and some uh, vajada, mm-hmm. which is um, yeah a really good uh, vegetarian stock. Yes, uh, powder that you yep. put in with the egg, and. Um, and then a little bit of a crummy stuff from Gaganis Brothers too. Oh, so the, the Nostromini. Uh, yeah, Nostromini. Got to have a bit of that with oh, the bread. Okay, well I've just got oh, a new Nostromini. If you good, really beautiful. want to have a bit of a go, that we've got a lemon and we've got a little bit of salad. Good. And Works the old uh, the old VLS. Yep. VLS. Veal leg steak. Whoa. Milk fed, no less. So he tells me. People are really pissed off with having to have a phone line in their house when they use their mobiles, and all they want to do is use the internet. That's right. Why do you need a dial tone to use the internet? And now there's a solution. There is. Naked DSL. Oh, Valentine's Day. (laughs) It's already available for some companies. IINet are already using it. Don't want to do business with Um, IINet, which is Aussie Mail, hopeless. Uh, uh, let's just talk about Internode, Internode who uh, are just really about to roll it out. The force behind yep. upsetting Telstra. Mm-hmm. Simon Hackett. Internode have been testing it for the last, uh, I think they started about a month before Christmas. They were actually asking for local volunteers here in Adelaide. Um, and I think they're pretty, uh, you know, very, very, very soon they will be rolling it out. Basically what it is, is if, if well, like you just said, if you've got a mobile... And you want the internet, but you don't want a, a phone with a dial tone because you don't want to pay the line rental and you don't ever use a fixed phone in the house, then Naked DSL is good. The big plus for it is because they're not layering that dial tone across the line, you can actually be further away from the exchange and still get coverage. So all of these poor buggers at the moment who put their hand up for broadband and go, I want broadband, and the, and the, the supplier goes, ah, oh, sorry, but you're more than two and a half Ks from the exchange. We can't give it to you. Suddenly they can go, ah, oh, but with naked DSL, no dial tone having to travel down the line, then suddenly we can actually do that. We can we can force ADSL down there, and you will be able, you may not get the world's greatest speed, but you will at least be able to get something. Okay, but at the end of the day, you're still going to have to pay to Telstra for that line or the provider for that basic line that you can't make a phone call out of. Is there yeah, any it's indication? Still bundled in with a, as a, part a, of the deal. Any indication? Because at the moment, I think the low price of a, I think I've got the line here, which virtually yep. never used the landline, and it's just simply to provide ADSL two. Oh, well, it's is either thirty bucks a month, twenty four ninety five, or thirty two ninety five. Yeah. So that's obviously the the charge you're trying to get down. Well, it is, but then you've got to put you. That charge is still going to be there because they've still got to get copper into your house. But the to copper's do it. already in the house. Well, no, not necessarily. But are they using the same copper or different? Copper? Well, I mean, if the copper's already there, they're obviously. So, going to okay, use so it. now the naked at DSL on yeah. this place, um, the uh, world headquarters of uh, Radio Hot Lap in uh, Norwood, just a little bit past the breaking marker of Brabham Strait, um, is uh, wanting to save some money on. Uh, Communications because we spend a okay. lot and we don't yeah. need to make phone calls out. Well, if you don't need to make phone calls out, suddenly you're. What's the price going to be? I think the base price is going to be forty nine ninety five. But forty nine ninety five for the monthly service, which includes the line. Yeah. So you're not paying Telstra, you're paying Internode for one one charge. That's right. Which includes the DSL service and, and the, the line. line. Yeah. Whereas currently you'd be paying twenty nine ninety five. To Telstra to, for the line rental, and then you'd be paying your, your minimum ADSL that you'd get to run on top of that would be another twenty nine ninety five. You don't hear a lot about Barnaby Joyce anymore these days, do you? <laughs> you know, he's obviously made his money and sneaked off for a nice, like, European holiday with bloody Malcolm Turnbull. Count the cash. <laughs> You're all bitter and twisted. There's never a problem. That's come from Sydney. See, so uh, when you were a Sydney boy, that's come from. He went to Sydney Grammar. Oh, well, there you go, you see. Now we know, viewers. It's a bit of that class rivalry from Sydney. Coming here. 
oh, school rivalry, inter-school rivalry. Too, can't be too down on people from the same stock. Stock. Whoa, whoa. Pardon me. <laughs> <Viewers>. <laughs> the North Shore boys are here. <laughs> North Shore boys are us. But, you know, com. I was actually going to produce, uh, present you with a nice new Maurice Lacroix watch for your um, for your troubles of, uh, and your uh, for a wedding uh, present, but you can get ggf.com now. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Indian giver. Oh, I never offered it. You didn't. But you do have... You did mention the it, very latest, uh, The very latest uh, uh, Deke Smith... It's not data link, mate. Watch. You wouldn't get this. Let's have a look at this. This this yeah. watch, yes. viewers, you won't believe it. it it's it's worth a fortune, and it, uh, it has a, this is a, a pioneering watch. A, a download link. Yeah, it does. It's uh, it's called a Timex data link. I think I acquired it in about <laughs> 1994 or thereabouts. Is and the memory joint, full yet? It was a joint venture between Timex. <laughs> Who absorbed them? And Microsoft, believe it or not. Yeah. It's, got, it's got a Microsoft logo on it. Are you and kidding me? Give no, us a look at it. There's Microsoft up there, look. Oh, and it's got that little that little glass um, little glass eye at the top. Now, oh, what you actually used to do, the viewers... the magic eye like the old TV. This watch will store all of your... This this predates your bloody uh, email and your, and your calendaring on your computer. Exactly. <laughs> what you used to do was... <laughs> There was a bit of software that came with it, and you would use this software to key in important events, you know, like your wedding anniversary or the meeting you had to have on Friday or meeting the Bob at the boys at the pub or whatever. Yeah, but I'm talking 1994 here, Johnny. And what it would do would be that you would pull this up on your computer screen. So if you had, like, back then it was a 15-inch CRT for most people, it brought up, like, a barcode on the screen. And you push two buttons on the watch and put it in front of the, the barcodes on the screen and that would actually transfer the data into the watch. And so then you'd set all your calendars and your appointments and everything else. Now, this watch has been going strong since then. It's waterproof. It's been swimming. It's been all over the world, actually. And it's only on its fourth battery. And that's why I just wear it all the time. I just can't get rid of the bloody it's thing. It's the only Microsoft product that's worked and well. if you push that button there, it lights up blue at night. So you can actually even see the so time in the dark. You just can't get to sleep. So there you and go. nor would the people in Africa, considering that the Paris-Dakar, or the Lisboa-Dakar, has say. now been acknowledged that it will be running next year, 2009, in mm. South America. Mm. As predicted be back. on the last show. As predicted. Thank you. For, Very good. For, for, for saying that, <laughs> JP. Um, on the calendar, before we sign off quickly and go and have some milk-fed uh, succulent veal. <laughs> Tomorrow night. Those poor little cows kept got a bit of a uh, got a bit of a uh, go-kart challenge. Uh, <laughs> Tomorrow our, night? Yep, going to a go-kart. Where's my invite? Well, would you like to come? No. Come on. I'll Challenge with Bryce Washington, yeah, and uh, the entire uh, Adrad Natrad uh, oh, God, factory. Like Whereabouts at, uh, at um, uh, Jeps Cross? Oh, the Jeps Cross one, five thirty. That's a good one because that's yep. the figure of eight track where you go over the bridge. It is the figure of eight. Well, if you'd yep. like to come, yep. you're more than welcome to come along. That'll be on tomorrow night. Moving on then to next week, uh, big uh, big time for Marcus Zakanovic, yes. who will be and really this time big time with uh, with Mark with uh, Opus Prime. Yep, subprime market, whatever it is, and uh, hopefully he will do really, really well. I think uh, last year was his settling in year, and this year is the year to go for it. And I'm um, with the backing that he's got now. I think he he could really, really go for it this year. And, and good luck to him. Anyway, uh, it's important, I suppose, for the viewers to know week. that uh, that uh, Opus Prime has uh, has uh, advised me. Oh, we'll be taking over things from here. Oh, well, okay, that's right. Well, I'll just give you some some design angles. No, 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 no. We know what we're doing. We've got an IT department. So if you I go said, to Marcus's website, but you're a, but you're a stockbroking company, and you're not a design company. You go, no, no, no. But well, goodbye, goodbye. Anyway, that's fine. So we're and, waiting uh, to see what his new website <laughs> looks to like. See, see how boring it looks. When I get the call like to come back. designed it. Oh, we, we, yeah, who cares? <laughs> Mate, at the end of the day, it's all about Marcus going forward. and that, that, that's, that's He's our friend. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so be it. The, the yeah. pressures of, 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 of this uh, business is such that really he doesn't need to run um, up against those guys. And I, I'm very appreciative of them giving the support. Let's just see if we can build a really good website. Exactly. Um, Jacqueline, Onassis. 
Yes. Uh, Elsgood. Elsgood. We'll be uh, back doing the V8 Utes again. And I'm not sure if he's doing the historic stuff with... Uh, with um, Eric. Eric Stanford's uh, mm-hmm. XY, which is an interesting note because in the latest Motor Racing uh, Australia magazine, yep. Glenn Seaton has uh, put a five or six page article together about, uh-oh, it's time to call someone. Who should I call when it comes to endurance drives and ranked Jack as a very suitable candidate to be hired for V8 supercar driving on the basis that he's done very well in the V8 use and he's a good handler of very high horsepower yes. old Bianti cars like the XY. True. So there you go. Good old Cito's giving uh, Jack a bit of a wrap. Good on you, um, And uh, Bryce Washington will not be driving the uh, the Gallardo and the yeah. GT Championship, rather concentrating on his career cup aspirations with Sonic, who yeah. he'll be running the car with our very old friend, James Moffat, Is who right? we worked with in 2005 and a lot yeah, of fun with. Yeah. And on top of that, uh, George Maduki was on the phone yesterday wanting oh, a bit no. of a graphic a little bit of love looking at this, but I've got no again. money. Yeah. And um, your shippy shotty's gone away again, <laughs> son. You can't say that. See you later, viewers. <laughs> See you, viewers. Good night. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> you can't say that. You're getting terrible trouble. <laughs>